extremely aggressive Viet Cong activity in the area of the American air bases at Da Nang and Chu Lai. The Marines are on the lookout for a decisive set-piece battle that will crush the guerrillas. When intelligence gathered from Viet Cong deserters reveals that communist forces are massing for an early autumn attack on Chu Lai, the stage is set for the first major combat operation of the Vietnam War. Codenamed Operation Starlight, this preemptive strike on the massing Viet Cong consists of a two-pronged attack with marine landing craft hitting the beaches south of Chu Lai and helicopters assaulting the hill overlooking the link-up point near the hamlet of An Quang. The Viet Cong resistance is fierce and the high-spirited but inexperienced Marines rely on naval gunfire, air support and artillery to help them extricate the tenacious VC from their hillside bunkers. Welcome everybody to the next episode of History Talks with Bob. Today we were going to do something a little different. Today I wanted to start talking about my grandfather, James McBroom, who fought in Vietnam, Quezon, Da Nang, that northern part of South Vietnam with the 3rd Battalion, 26 Marines, and also with the 1st Battalion, 3rd Marines, first, before he joined 26. And... I have a lot of podcasts to do about Vietnam, but this is one where I think is a good start. Gunny Mac was known by his fellow Marines, Ron Hoover to be example, to be exact, to be a Marine's Marine. Gunny was only a Marine that a fool would want to cross. When I hear that, it makes me think, how could this big goofball, my grandfather, who I love, who smiles, who made me go get him his black coffee because that's all they drank in the Marine Corps. We used to play cowboy, run back and forth. How could he be this big tough guy? I wanted to know. At 17 years old, James, who was born in little old Cookville, Tennessee, wanted more in life. So what did he do? He faked his age and joined the army, realizing that the army wasn't enough for him and he wanted to be a part of something more. Mind you, he didn't graduate high school and his most education was in the fifth grade. But just because his schooling stopped in the fifth grade, that does not mean his education stopped. Gunny Mac became the most important Marine to 326 after Sergeant Taylor died. And so many Marines lost their lives that day. During Operation Utah, he saved so many lives. I have yet to get to Vietnam. And I am still planning on it. Hopefully this podcast will. Gunny was also a part of Operation Oklahoma, 
known as Operation Oklahoma Hills, Happy Valley, different names because during the time, the government wanted to really hide what they were doing. So Operation Operation Oklahoma's never really made the history books. And although it didn't, the men who fought will never forget what happened. And I will let them now explain what happened. Papa never really talked about the war. Whenever I asked my dad about it, he says most of the time my grandfather would just say, I was doing what you would have done, boy. And I smile because that's a Marine's response. That is Gunny Mac's way of coping with Vietnam. And although I will not be able to ask him what happened. I think he probably, like many veterans, it's hard for him to talk about it. Vietnam is not, Vietnam is something that this world has never seen and has shaped this world today. The old man also was a part of 326 when they were at the Battle of Quezon, which is a northern air base part of uh, South Vietnam. The V that represents 326 
if you go look up pictures of their emblem, was their position at Kesar and their airbase that they had to hold day, night, from bombardment, from the North Vietnam, from everything. That was their position. And the politics said they only lost around 200 men, really, when it was around 6,000, probably more Marines. of shells, mortars, and rockets, which slammed into the Marine combat base at 0530 on January 21st, signaled the start of the battle for Quezon. The North Vietnamese gunners had targeted their bombardment with unerring accuracy. As Marines had dived for cover, one of the first rounds had scored a direct hit on the main ammunition store. The number one dump stored 1,500 tons of artillery and mortar rounds, 90% of the base's entire stock, or 10,000 rounds. All of it was lost. 18 men were killed instantly and 40 were wounded as the ammunition exploded and shells and mortar rounds flew in every direction. But knowing Gunny Mac and knowing 326, they were going to put up a fight. Bombers were blasting the suspected locations of the North Vietnamese artillery which in return scored 300 direct heavy artillery hits on the firebase. As the bombardment of the base reached a crescendo, the 26th Marines commander, Colonel David Lowndes, expected a massive North Vietnamese ground attack at any moment. But the attack didn't come. The North Vietnamese infantry had a different objective. Instead of attacking the Marine base, the North Vietnam Army and the Viet Cong forces headed towards the villages. Attack. But to their surprise, the expected assault still didn't come. Instead, the siege settled down to a deadly daily duel fought by artillery and aircraft. At the same time, the North Vietnamese began to launch frequent small-scale probes against the base perimeter. There will be more to come as I learn more myself, not only about Gunnamack, but about Vietnam. Mm-hmm.